Welcome to another broadcast, another podcast of the decline and fall of America. From the Foggy Mountain Studios, this worldwide podcast is hosted by myself, Charles Factor, Harvard-educated, former lieutenant commander in the United States Navy, and of course, a prosecutor and supervisor of prosecutors. So I've had a few different experiences, and I'd like to draw upon them. And today, the subject for this podcast is going to be poverty, poverty in America. How bad is it? How widespread is it? What's our government doing about it? And how does it affect you and I, our families, our society, our community? Thank you for joining me on this podcast. And I hope you find it as interesting a subject as I do. So let's get started. The Federal Reserve, which is part of the United States federal government, recently issued a report. And this report was reported in CBS News. And there's an article that CBS News put out, and I'd like to read part of it to you, about poverty in America. And I think it gives some interesting statistics and facts. And let's just start there. So this is from CBS News, and here's here's what it says. Quote, although unemployment in the United States is at its lowest level since 1969, roughly four in 10 Americans would struggle covering a $400 emergency expense the Federal Reserve data shows. 17% of United States adults are unable to pay all of their bills each and every month, according to the federal data. And a quarter of Americans skip necessary medical care because they can't afford the cost. Nearly 40% of Americans struggle to cover an unexpected $400 expense, according to the new report by the Federal Reserve which is a stark reminder of many people's financial insecurity, even amid solid economic growth. Quote, relatively small, unexpected expenses, such as a car repair or replacing a broken appliance, can be a hardship for many families without adequate savings, the researchers found. Well, and with political campaigns heating up, Such figures provide fodder for candidates who argue that the economy is hobbled by searing inequality and vulnerable to a downturn after 10 years of growth since the last recession. The data also highlights what has often been a disconnect between the headline economic numbers, such as unemployment and gross domestic product, that pundits and politicians often trumpet, and the more complex reality facing millions of Americans. And although the U.S. jobless rate is at a near 50-year low, for example, many employees in retail, the restaurant sector, and other service jobs regularly face sharp swings in income and lack of basic benefits such as adequate health care insurance, paid time off from work, and company-sponsored retirement plans. What that means on the ground Even a thriving economy can lead people close to the edge. The Fed found that 27% of survey respondents would have to borrow money or sell something to cover a $400 emergency. 12% couldn't cover it at all. Other findings from the annual Fed report, which is based on a survey last fall of 11,000 people, were, quote, that 17% of U.S. adults are unable to pay their bills every month. 25% of Americans are skipping necessary medical care because they cannot afford the cost. 
30% of families must cope with income that varies from month to month. 25% of adults who are still in the workforce have no retirement savings or pension. 30% of people either can't pay their bills or are one modest financial emergency away from serious trouble. Quote, across the country, many people continue to experience the financial distress and struggle to save for retirement and unexpected expenses, Federal Reserve Board Governor Michelle Bauman said in a statement that accompanied the report. CBS reported that, quote, the findings align with considerable other research showing how many people, including some in the middle class, routinely find themselves stretched financially. And according to a study earlier this month from the nonpartisan Urban Institute, for instance, four in ten Americans sometimes grapple with what economists call material hardship. They have difficulty paying for basic necessities such as food and housing. Now, not everything is gloom and doom. Asked how they're doing economically overall, three-quarters of Americans said doing okay or living comfortably, and that is up significantly since the Federal Reserve launched the yearly survey in 2013. And most people also say the local economic conditions are in decent shape. Yet such self-reported descriptions mask the gap between America's economic winners and losers. College graduates report far higher levels of well-being than those with only a high school degree. And whites are significantly more likely than minorities to say that they're bearing up financially. The depth of financial distress around the country at a time of relative economic strength also raises questions about what's going to happen to the United States economy when it inevitably slows down. Quote, another year of economic expansion, low national unemployment rates, did little to narrow the persistent economic disparities by race, education, or geography, the Federal Reserve researchers wrote. So let's pause there, and let's examine this. What does it mean when the Federal Reserve, our federal government, says that 40% of Americans don't have $400 for an unexpected expense? Well, it means to me, they don't have $400 in the bank. They don't have $400 in cash. They don't have $400 in a checking account. And they might not be able to put $400 on a credit card, especially if they don't have credit cards because their credit's bad. Well, if 40% of Americans don't have $400, I'm suggesting that 40% of Americans are living in poverty. Now, let me explain what I mean. If you look around, people have cars, they're driving. So you may think to yourself, well, they've got enough money for a car, but do they? A lot of these cars are bought on borrowed money. People paying hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars every month just to have a car, not to mention all the other expenses that come with it. A lot of drivers can't afford car insurance, so they don't have it. A lot of people can barely afford the price of gas or car repairs or anything else, tires, brakes, basic maintenance. But they have a car but they don't own the car. The bank owns the car. They're just driving it. And what about their apartments, their condos, and their homes? Well, a lot of that's on borrowed money, too. Sometimes people are renting. They can't afford the rent. They borrow money from their credit card to pay the rent. 
A lot of people that own condominiums and farms and homes are up to their eyeballs in debt. If 40% of Americans, 40% don't have $400, they're living in poverty. It means they're not going out to nice, expensive restaurants. They're not taking nice, expensive vacations. And if they are, they're doing it on borrowed money, money that they have to pay back someday, if they can even pay it back, or else they have to file for bankruptcy like millions of Americans do every year, file for bankruptcy. Well, what does that mean for you and I? Well, it means that our families, ourselves, our children, have a 40% chance of living in poverty in this country. Don't fool yourself. We are all one catastrophe away from poverty. Somebody crosses that center line and hits your car head on, your world has changed right there and then. Not for the better. Maybe they don't have car insurance. You got injuries, you've got medical bills, you can't work anymore, become disabled, whatever. Trust me, even if you do have health insurance, have you seen health bills lately? Thousands and thousands of dollars for routine basic care. Often it's not even covered by insurance if you're lucky enough to have it. $400. 40% of Americans don't have $400. It's everywhere. It's staggering. Now, I used to volunteer at a food bank in my community, small town in the middle of nowhere. And I can tell you people came in every day and they needed help buying food. We gave them food. It was a food bank. I'm happy to do it. But I can tell you, they drove there in cars. Now, maybe they didn't own the cars. Maybe the cars had two or 300,000 miles on it. Maybe they were borrowing money. Maybe the car was stolen. I don't know. But they did drive there. There's no other way to get there. We don't have any mass transit in my community. Everyday people, men, women, young, old, children, all of them in my community. And I live in a prosperous community. But we have a food pantry, we have a food bank, and they're busy. And it's not because people are cheating the system. These people weren't cheating the system. These were honest, hardworking, decent people. They can't afford food. So when we talk about this country being so wealthy, how wealthy is it really when 40% of Americans don't have $400 according to the federal government. I'm not saying it, but the government is saying it. Well, then what is the government doing about it? Well, there isn't a week that doesn't go by that our government isn't giving away billions and billions and billions of dollars to foreign countries. I don't know why. If 40% of your own citizens are living in poverty and don't have $400, why the hell are you giving away billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars to foreign countries? sometimes in the form of humanitarian aid, and sometimes in the form of military aid. But what the hell? What is our federal government doing? Why are we giving away anything when we're not even helping our own citizens? Our government is leaving 40% of Americans in poverty. They don't have 400 bucks to pay a bill. They're not worth $400. Well then, why is our government giving billions and billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars to people in foreign countries? It's awful. It's the wrong policy, and both parties have done it. Both of our corrupt political parties have done it and continue to do it. Not to mention the fact that our nation is $31 trillion in debt. 
The government itself doesn't have any money. The government itself can't pay its bills. The government itself has run up a debt the likes of which the world has never seen. Our government is essentially bankrupt. So you have a nation, the United States, that goes around pretending that we're the richest country on earth, but I got news for you. We're not. Who says so? The federal government says so. It says it owes $31 billion and it can't pay it. It can barely afford the interest payments. Who says so? The federal government says so. It says that 40% of Americans can't afford $400 for an expense. Who says so? I say so. America is not the richest country on the planet. We are the poorest country on the planet. No country owes $31 billion, but we do. We owe more money than anyone else, and we can't pay it back. And 40% of our citizens are living in poverty. Now you can say, well, hold on a minute, Charles. The official government statistics say around 20% of Americans are living in poverty. That's what the government officially says. Well, bullshit. That's just not the case. And I can tell you why. Because if an American doesn't have $400 to pay a bill, how far does $400 go? I go to Costco. I can spend $400 there in one trip. I have a car repair. It's way more than $400. I feel like I'm getting off easy if it's $400. I open a medical bill. You tremble when you do that, don't all of us? Often they're in the thousands of dollars, even though I have excellent insurance. So really? The government's going to tell me our official poverty rate is 20%. But then the same government tells me that 40% of Americans aren't worth $400. And a lot of them don't have any money saved up for retirement. Nothing. Zero. Zip. So I ask you. I ask you all over the world. From the Foggy Mountain Studios and the Great Misty Beyond. Is this empire not in decline? Is this empire, the American empire, is it not in the process of falling and declining? Has it not already fallen? If 40% of Americans don't have $400, and if the federal government has $31 billion in debt that it cannot pay, excuse me, $31 trillion in debt that the federal government cannot pay, then you have witnessed the decline and fall of America. You've lived through it. You've seen it. You've sensed it. You thought it was going on. Now the federal government's telling you it's already happened. The federal government says we have $31 trillion. We owe $31 trillion. We don't know how to pay it. We can't pay it. We can just make the interest payments barely. The federal government says your fellow Americans, and maybe you, don't have $400 to your name. But the same federal government is still giving away billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars every year to foreign countries that are richer than we are. Anyway, thanks for joining me on this podcast as we discussed poverty and the decline and fall of America. I am your podcast host. Be sure to subscribe. It's free. And from the Foggy Mountain Studios and the Great Misty Beyond, have a great day.